0: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is
1: everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers now. Bob Stopper joining you from Philadelphia. First hour of the show. You heard a, a one-on-one conversation with Oilers General Manager and the GM of Team North America, Peter Chiarelli, talking amongst other things about uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins not being on his team. Uh, we will hear in this hour from Connor McDavid, from uh, Lori Korpakovsky, from Leon Dreisettle, and Andre Sekra. They have all been named to various teams for the upcoming World Cup of Hockey. Uh, we'll also have a conversation in 23 seconds time with Flames uh, and Maple Leafs legend Lanny McDonald and then Keith Jones, who is one of the top analysts in the business. He works on the Flyer broadcast, but also uh, works for NBC. Second Hour Voters now brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at Digitex.ca. Digitex has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. Pleased to be joined on the line by probably the most popular. Popular Calgary Flame in the city of Edmonton, Lanny McDonald. Lanny, it's Bob. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great, and it's really easy to go to Edmonton
0: these days uh, after your playing days are over. Not many people like me when uh,
1: playing days were on, and that was just fine with me. Yeah, well, and you had no problem with that. I mean, it was it was a different time back then. I know that Mark Spector wrote his book on the Battle of Alberta, and Speck, uh does an hour with me every Tuesday on the show. And um, the the nature of player relationship was different in the uh, late '70s, and uh, you were maple leaf back then. But into the early '80s, early to late '80s, than it is today, isn't it? I mean, it really was a different time
0: it really was a different time but it was a great time and uh, when we look back we all think uh, that whole era we all think we played at the best time uh in the world uh, uh the the game was all about the game uh there was intense rivalries and and great loyalty uh, uh both player and management uh, wise and today it's it's no fault of anyone's, but uh, with the salary cap and and changes uh, to the collective bargaining agreement, obviously
1: you have to make tough decisions. Well, I and mean, it's funny, we just heard Peter Shirelli say the same thing about making tough decisions to, you know, naming a U24 team, he doesn't have Ryan Nugent Hopkins. As of yet, on, it wasn't initially one of those 16 players. And I mean, there were, I, I recall when Steve Eisenman couldn't make Team Canada for the Canada Cups, and all he was was probably the third-best center in the game behind, uh, you know, Gretzky and Messi or Gretzky and Lemieux for a while, third or fourth-best center in the game. So I guess it comes with the territory. Uh, you, you, you had the, the great run with the Maple Leafs, and I remember the big goal against the New York Islanders. And, you know, I'm only about, Lanny, about 10 to 12 years younger than you, so it's not like you're talking uh, about a 30-year-old here. I guess that makes Greg us Greg. bold old, eh? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, uh, we're just legends. Yeah, well, you're a legend. I'm a guy that talks about legends. Uh, you're involved in the Hockey <laughs> Hall of Fame. I'm going to give you a high-hard one a little bit later on in that. But um, you, when you're with Toronto, Is there any way to? And you're coming into town here to do uh, hometown hockey uh, Sunday in uh, St. Albert when the Oilers are in Winnipeg to play the Jets. But when you're in, how wild of a time was that with Harold Harold Ballard as uh, owner of the team? You know what? It was a fabulous
0: time. First of all, I dreamed of playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you get there and there's Harold and King, and obviously they were larger than life. And Harold said some of the goofiest, craziest most asinine things as an owner but he always believed uh, uh, as long as he had the front page and you have to understand that the Blue Jays were coming in uh, uh, and the Argos uh, had a huge rivalry uh, there so he wanted the front page of the paper each and every day come hell or high water and and uh, uh, whether it was on the talk shows or or uh, tv shows uh, he said things that made no sense, other than anybody to
1: accept uh, himself. Did he actually make Roger Nielsen try to wear a bag on his head once as a coach? He he actually did. He tried to make him come out
0: uh, with paper bag over his head, and thank goodness uh, for the sake of not only the game but the. Uh, 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 a guy that was a brilliant coach, uh, thank goodness uh,
1: Roger refused. You had uh, – it was you, uh, Daryl Sittler, and Errol Thompson, you guys were the uh, – I can still uh, do the enunciation. Toronto goals, you know, that one with uh, – because they never said out what goal number it was for each of the players. It was a pretty, <laughs> good, it was a pretty good line back in the day. Um, that series against the New York Islanders, when you guys upset them, I mean, they they would – credit that later and say that was a learning experience for them, but how special was that for you guys at that time? Well, no one gave us a chance
0: to win one game, let alone four games, and Roger Nielsen had us so well prepared. Uh, uh, he believed that if we played uh, physical against them uh, and, and went toe-to-toe uh, with them, even though they were a bigger and more physical team, that we would find a way to win it. And he was absolutely right. Uh, who would have ever dreamt that? Believe we walked into uh, uh, Nassau Coliseum and won three out of the four games right there.
1: Yeah, I was impressive. And I remember those series against Philly, too, you guys. I think you got up a couple games of Philadelphia in one of those series. Some nasty hockey back in the day as well. You go from Toronto to Colorado, end up in Calgary. Uh before we hit the flames, how was it for playing with Don Sherry? What kind of coach was he? Uh, you know what? Uh, Don
0: may not have been the best coach. In fact, uh, he is absolutely in the right spot. He's brilliant on uh, on Coach's Corner. And who would have dreamt for uh, like 30-plus years uh, he's been hanging in there uh, uh, doing his coach's corner he wouldn't he would have never lasted that long uh coaching and he can say exactly what he wants to and and to, he was so much fun to play uh, for all he cared was you you give it a hundred percent start to finish and if you didn't uh, you either didn't play or or there were consequences and you know
1: what uh, that was absolutely just fine you go to calgary and you're head to head against the edmonton oilers and you know as an oilers fan growing up i mean it was obviously you guys were the hated rival flames did you hate the oilers but respect them too like was that part of it oh ab- absolutely
0: uh, and it's interesting uh, nowadays you see uh, players talking on on the ice uh, in warm up that sort of thing the, like, you wouldn't even dream of ever even passing them in the hallway downstairs and actually saying hello to them. Uh, that, that was just taboo. And, and we had a unbelievable respect for them. They had six of the top ten players in the world at that time, and uh, it was everything we could do, and Bob Johnson did an unbelievable job in finding a way to – he always believed, uh, Cliff Fletcher and him, that if we could beat the Oilers,
1: we could win the Stanley Cup, and that's really what it took. Well, I mean, you guys knocked him off in 86. Of course, there was some extenuating circumstances. that You got your cup in 1989. After all those years of playing, what did that mean for you? Well, what a way to uh, kind of wrap up uh, a career that I had
0: uh, time of my life uh, with, and to be able to win it in in your final season uh, and be able to walk away uh, having won the cup. Uh, there's so many great players uh, that unfortunately never had that uh, chance, and I'm very appreciative, very thankful.
1: Uh, former Calgary Flame legend and Maple Leaf legend with the uh, hockey, heading up the Hockey uh, Hall of Fame now, Lanny McDonald. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Lanny, i got to ask you, when you were at the Leafs, you played the Canadians at their height uh, in the playoffs. You played against the Oilers at their best. They were different, but who was better, the Canadians four in a row of the late 70s or the Oilers five and seven throughout the 1980s? Well, because I, I would have to
0: say the Oilers. Uh, w- when you look at that lineup, and and I was lucky enough to go back for the closing of uh, the forum, and they trotted out, oh my gosh, it seemed like 150 uh, Hall of Famers. <laughs> uh, th- like what a great tradition. But when you think of of how the Oilers played uh, through the 70s and 80s, and that that. Free for all. Uh, they didn't care uh, if the other team scored seven; they were going to find a way to score eight or nine, uh, and they could win. They could also win that three-two uh, hockey game. So, uh, for us, I, I think—and uh, maybe I didn't appreciate it uh, early uh, when I was with the Maple Leafs—but for us, finding a way uh,
1: to go head-to-head with the Oilers, I, I think that was unbelievable. Lanny McDonald joining us in Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you from Philadelphia. Lanny, uh, speaking of Philadelphia, there's a, there's a player that played the majority of his career here in Philadelphia. In my mind, from 1993 to about 1998, he was the best player in the National Hockey League. And I guess all good things happen to those who wait or something like that. That's a saying. Uh, you know, his name is Eric Lindros. He's not yet yep. in the, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Could you foresee a time that he'll get in, do you think?
0: you know that uh, that comes down to uh, and i was on that committee for nine years Uh, it comes down to uh, having 18 people vote in his favor and you need 75 percent of uh, of that vote uh, to uh, find a way to get in and uh, i oversee that committee now i don't get a vote uh, anymore but uh, obviously, uh, Eric had unbelievable credentials uh, at, at that time, and uh, only time will
1: uh, tell. You know, it's it. just to wrap up, Lanny, it's not a great time for the Western Canadian teams. <laughs> We're, uh, the Oilers are where they are. I, I don't know if they're 29th or 30th today. I, I've sort of lost track after a while. The Flames are struggling. They've only won one of their last ten games. Vancouver fans are apoplectic. They're ready to fire their uh, general manager, Jim Benning, for not trading away a couple pending UFAs. The Jets are in a bit of a downturn. Um uh, you were playing when uh, in the old Smythe when Edmonton, Calgary, and Winnipeg for a couple of those years were three of the best five teams in the NHL. Um, I, I guess we got to hope there's going to be better days and there are some good young players with each of those four teams. Well,
0: there really are, but uh, you're absolutely right. If you look back uh, in the 80s, uh, uh, everyone forgets that Winnipeg was one of those top three teams, but I think four out of five years they had over 100 points uh, every year and either had to face the Flames or especially the Oilers, and I remember uh, them being up 3-1 in one series, and the Oilers came back to beat them, which was uh, devastating. Uh, but, yeah, all, all three teams have some great young players. Obviously, uh, we got to find a way to get back to the playoffs because once you're there, anything can happen.
1: Well, it'd be great to have another uh, battle of Alberta. Enjoy uh, your your Sunday night event out in uh, St. Albert. It is uh, hometown hockey with uh, uh, with Sportsnet. It's in St. Albert for Rogers. Uh, who else is out there? Which do you know? Which other? Do You got any of the Oilers old boys out there? I think actually Mark Messier is going to be around uh,
0: this weekend. Uh, Scotiabank and Rogers do a fantastic job uh, along with Sportsnet uh, making sure that uh, we go to all these uh, communities and we have an absolute blast uh, hanging out with uh, the young people and and finding a way to not only talk hockey uh, but talk all kinds of sports and I'm a huge believer that uh, uh, kids that play team sports, regardless of what sport it is, uh, it's great for later on in life.
1: You know what I remember about you and Mark Messier? Mark Messier hit Perry Barrazin with one of the hardest hits in the 88 playoffs, and the first Calgary Flame there to defend Perry Barrazin, who ironically enough is from St. Albert, the, uh, the first guy on the flames that was in messier's face was lanny mcdonald and you were been late 30s at that point and said a lot about your character and i know that the players from the orders uh glory days always spoke highly of you and uh you know uh, a guy like jim poplinski as well and joel Otto, hard guys we appreciate your time lanny have a great time at that event okay hey you take care and uh, good luck tonight in philly We'll need it. Thanks a lot, Laddie. That's Laddie McDonald. All right. See you later. Uh, Laddie McDonald, one of the most popular uh, players in, in hockey history. I mean, he's got that distinctive mustache still going, and uh, he could shoot it. There's no question. And underrated for his toughness as well. Have you ever read Don Sherry's book? Uh, great there are more than, uh, there was a few things that Lanny could do better than other guys, according to Dawn in that book, So, uh, which most of us would thoroughly admire. 120 uh, in Edmonton, we are going to take a uh, quick time out. We're with you from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where tonight the Edmonton Oilers play the Philadelphia Flyers. A reminder, you can email us at OilersNow at 630Jet.com. It's presented by Holmes by Abby. You can text us at 630 630. We're on Twitter at OilersNow. And some guests on Oilers Now uh, received gift certificates to Japanese Village, the right choice for a celebration for the census, with three convenient locations to serve you North Northgate, downtown, and southside. Uh, this is Oilers Now. We'll get thoughts on the uh, four Oilers that are going to, or have at least made the preliminary rosters for the upcoming uh, World Cup of Hockey. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stoffer
1: on Oilers Radio,
0: 630
1: Ched It is. 124 in Edmonton. That's bang off some text at 630, 630. Uh, Ron says, Bob, I think Ryan Nugent Hopkins will be in the final seven for the North American team, and he'll come back with something to prove. And he could be back uh, probably just over a week for the Edmonton Oilers. Bob asked the pie man, where is Charlie Huddy coaching? Well, he is uh, coaching currently for the Winnipeg Jets. Done an excellent job. He goes, uh, it's actually wants to be going as the handle as the rig the big rig all right big rig Uh, he adds I think he I think Charlie Huddy could help Justin Schultz Uh, well again Huddy's in Winnipeg and they got three right shot defensemen: Bufflin Tyler Myers and Jacob Truva. That's pretty good. Uh, Aubrey says, I like the moves Peter Sharelli made at the trade deadline. What number will Patrick Maroon wear? He will wear Justin Schultz's old number 19. Dave says, I remember when Lanny McDonald got drafted, his picture was on the front page of the Hannah Herald, and he, brought his, he bought his dad a new uh, 1066 IH tractor with a bonus, as I remember it wow dave that is an impressive memory uh i'd like to say i've got extensive knowledge of tractors but i do not uh hey bob uh, perry barrazen is not from st albert he grew up in belvedere community in northeast edmonton four blocks from my house that one comes to us from b and brad says lindroth did not deserve to get into the hall of fame uh he had talent and grit but poor character well he didn't want to go to Quebec because he didn't want to trust marcelo boo and some would say that would be justified based upon uh, Obu's track record. Hey, have you ever been to the Coldale Arena? ATB Financial has. That's where they surprised young head coach Colby Stone with an ATB home ice hero. Uh, $5,000. Watch Colby's story. Nominate your own hero at ATB.com backslash home ice. All right, let's get to some comments from some of the other players that will be involved in the upcoming World Cup of Hockey. And uh, we will start with Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl, and making Team Europe. Kind of being being
0: my first year, and um, you know, being in the in, being named in the, in the top 16 players, so that, that means a lot. And uh, you know, I'm very excited to go there and uh, play with with guys like Kopitar, and you know, be on a team with them and see how they approach the game. I guess so. Uh, it'll be exciting to see.
1: Uh, so, Leon Dreisettle makes Team Europe in their original 16-man uh, list. So, too, does Oilers defenseman Andre Secker. He had this to say in the makeup of Team Europe. Uh,
0: not really. I, I remember World Cup was as, a, you know, eight teams, eight countries, basically, and, uh, you know, they've made a different format now, but uh, it's definitely a big honor for me, and, and I'm pretty sure for him as well. And, you know, he's playing real well all year from the game one until now, and uh, he probably deserves to be on that team.
1: That's Andre Sacro, winners defenseman. Uh, Lori Korpikoski, who has not scored in 32 games, uh, was named to Team Finland's uh, 16-man original list. Here's uh, karpakowski on uh, being named to Finland. Well, yeah, obviously it was uh, great news and i really
0: excited about the tournament. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, the- Players are going to be there, and, uh, and uh, you know, great opportunity for uh, for us again to, to you know have some success in the international level, and you know, just
1: really proud to put on the Suomi e- jersey. All right, that's Flori Karpikovsky. Connor McDavid, of course, the slam dunk to be on Team North America. He had this comment on the makeup of Team North America. Think you know once you come together
0: as a team and, and you know you don't feel like that you know you almost feel like you you become your own little country for you know the three week tournament or whatever I mean um, you know I'm, I'm interested to see who's going to be cheering for us I don't really I don't really know where that fits in you know whether you know it's some Canadians or whatever I don't really understand that whole part but um,
1: you know I think uh, it'll be cool either way. That's Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. For a Flyers perspective, coming up, we will hear from Keith Jones, their longtime television analyst. He does some great work for NBC as well. Off to a 6.30 Chad News Weather Traffic update with Eileen Bell.